Welcome to Managed Carecast, a podcast from the American Journal of Managed Care. The FDA commissioner looks to boost drug competition. BMS's big purchase kicks off JP Morgan's healthcare conference, and cancer survival increases, but the news isn't all good. Welcome to This Week in Managed Care. I'm Laura Jost. FDA Commissioner Dr. Scott Gottlieb promised more steps to promote competition in 2019 as he addressed the J.P. Morgan Healthcare Conference in San Francisco. Gottlieb took questions remotely due to the government shutdown. He said the FDA will issue more guidance documents that will close the gap between product approvals and products that actually reach the market. Said Gottlieb, if we bring more products to the market, that will promote price competition. Biosimilars and generic drugs can expect plenty of attention, and Gottlieb promised several items for these manufacturers. A long-awaited interchangeability guidance, a policy on carving back indications, and an updated Purple Book, which is the list of licensed biological products. For more, see AJMC's sister site, the Center for Biosimilars. The J.P. Morgan meeting kicked off with a joint session for Bristol-Myers Squibb and Celgene, where they announced their $74 billion merger, with stakes in similar fields and drugs that include Optivo, Yervoy, and Eliquis, the marriage will drive more value in oncology, cardiology, and autoimmune diseases, according to BMS chairman and CEO Giovanni Cafario. Pipeline products include five in Celgene's portfolio, notably Lysocell, which would be the third CAR T-cell therapy, said Celgene CEO and chairman Mark J. Alls. This is a scientific powerhouse. When you put together the innovation and the scientists who are at BMS with what we've built through our network of partners and our standalone company, the scientific prowess of this company is unparalleled. The JP Morgan meeting also brought news that Eli Lilly is buying Loxo Oncology for $8 billion. Loxo's medicines target genetic mutations regardless of where they are in the body. For the 25th year in a row, the American Cancer Society reported a drop in the cancer mortality rate. That's the good news. The bad news is that socioeconomic disparities are getting worse. The annual report, published in CA, a journal for clinicians, draws on data from the National Center for Health Statistics and the National Cancer Institute. Thanks to decades of public health efforts to get people to quit smoking and earlier detection, much of the news is good. From its peak in 1991, the cancer death rate has dropped steadily, about 1.5% a year. Death from lung cancer dropped 48% among men from 1990 to 2016 and 23% from 2002 to 2016 among women. Prostate cancer deaths dropped 51% from 1993 to 2016 and breast cancer deaths dropped 40% from 1989 to 2016. Overall, colorectal cancer death rates have dropped 53% since the 1970s, but the gap in rates for men in the richest and poorest counties was 20% 40 years ago, and today it's 35%. Lack of access to care is an issue. The authors wrote, These poor counties are low-hanging fruit for locally-focused cancer control efforts, including increased access to basic health care and interventions for smoking cessation, healthy living, and cancer screening programs a broader application of existing cancer control knowledge with an emphasis on disadvantaged groups would undoubtedly accelerate progress against cancer. 
This week, Annals of Internal Medicine, the leading journal for physicians in primary care for adults, published a series of perspectives on medical and recreational marijuana. Collectively, while the authors say the opioid crisis has created interest among physicians in finding alternatives to treat pain, regulatory and research gaps create challenges. Authors from the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center Health Plan said marijuana status as a Schedule I drug prevents research and payer coverage. Lead author Dr. Chester B. Good told AJMC, It is my personal belief that insurers will need to consider non-traditional data and eventually, assuming removal of legal constraints, can use these data for coverage decisions. Finally, the J.P. Morgan Conference offered both breaking news and updates on news from the past year. CVS Health CEO Larry Merlo told attendees that the integration with Aetna is offering new care coordination opportunities for patients. A concept store will open in Houston, Texas, and CVS will roll out programs to help patients manage chronic diseases, including asthma, cardiovascular disease, diabetes, and behavioral health. For all of us at the Managed Markets News Network, I'm Laura Jost. Thanks for joining us. To learn more about any of the stories in this podcast, visit AJMC.com or see the show notes. And you can get in touch with us by emailing info at AJMC.com or following us on Twitter at AJMC underscore journal. And if you like the show, don't forget to subscribe and rate us.